Finding Monster Right, the show about finding monsters, right? Right. I'm Allie. I'm Adam. I, I guess I'm, I'm anticipating you starting off some kind of big musical number, <laughs> which is usually the case when we hit a, one of these nostalgia-themed uh, well, episodes. Okay, let me walk you through my process, my thought process here. Okay. It started when an alien device <laughs> did what it did. It stuck itself upon his wrist, the secrets that it hid. Now he's got superpowers. He's no ordinary kid. He's Ben 10. That, that first verse is so garbage. All of the verses are garbage. All of the verses are garbage. Like, so if you see him, you might be in for a big surprise. That one I like. There's internal rhyme there. Anyway, we're getting off track a minute into the episode. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get back to talking about Ben 10, Alien Force Be With You. What 10 monsters aren't your Omnitrix? God, we really are not... We're not on our A-game with these titles or with the format of our show this week, I think. I think this whole year is just going to be kind of our, our titles doing doing cartwheels. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben 10 was a, a Cartoon Network animated series from the... Uh, what was it? The aughts? Uh, Late aughts? Yeah, no, mid-aughts. Like 2005, 2006? Yeah, okay. So uh, that era, I think it was the the original series aired from me being like 12 to me being like 16. Yeah, I would have been in like fifth or sixth grade, which is a cool thing about people that are born in late 1994 is that like, when were you in fifth grade? 2005. When were you in sixth grade? 2006. Oh, that's really convenient. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I... I was I was like being very um, philosophical about why I know so much about Ben Ten, and I, I realized that I think grow well being a kid in like the the nineties uh, and the first kid, my my parents were very kind of um, aware of the stuff I was watching on TV, mm-hmm. and sometimes if things got a little too edgy, like say X Men, like the, I was watching the nineties cartoon of that when I was younger, until like you know some like rough scenes, and then the, no more. Uh, Versus my brother, who kind of had, like, free reign. <laughs> so it, it, it became a lot of, like, me not being super interested in TV stuff until I saw the, what kind of cool action franchise he was watching, like Transformers Armada or or Teen Titans. I'm like, ah, oh, this, this looks neat. <laughs> and it, so there's a lot of things like uh, Avatar Last Airbender that I probably shouldn't have seen when it was first airing, but did because of him and am very thankful for. Yeah. Ben, ben 10's on that list, too. Yeah, uh, with me, my little brother uh, watched like a lot of uh, Chowder, which is yes, Chowder and the uh, the Misadventures of Flapjack, which is probably why he is the way that he is. <laughs> that, that defines it pretty accurately. Uh, so Ben Ten, he's a boy, right? He's a ten year old boy. Most in my mind, yes, because oh. I didn't really watch past the first series, but he does he does grow up a bit over the course of the the canon. Yeah, Alien Force jumps him ahead like five years, and then he later reverts back to Boy Ben. It's there, there's a lot. It's a very complicated uh, series if you tr- really truly try to tie them all together. Hmm. Uh, he discovers an alien device, and he puts it on his wrist, and it can turn turn into ten different aliens initially. No, the device puts itself on him more so, like it jumps on him, like a face hugger. Oh. 
Right. Uh, it's called the Omnitrix. Yeah. It's like a watch, and it has a little hourglass shape on it, and uh, you can like turn the watch, and it goes between some different silhouettes of some aliens, and he pushes it down, and all the aliens have got different powers. Like, yep. uh, there's a fire one, there's a strong one, fast one, uh, st- uh, stinkfly. <laughs> we were talking about stinkfly. this. You hate stinkfly, <laughs> which, like, I like stinkfly. <laughs> Uh, I think Stinkfly uh, speaks to my, like, age when I was watching the series. Mm. Because the last thing, like, a 13 or 14-year-old, like, you know, once they get caught watching, is a, uh, like, a, a a multi-legged bug flying through the air saying, It's Stinkfly! Fuck yeah, that rules. <laughs> uh, I'm my... going to make a mess! <laughs> Sick. It's... That's pretty great. It, it, it was kind of like the the kind of the fart joke of of the Ben Ten aliens in my book. So, my least favorite is Wild Mutt because he goes against what the Omnitrix is all about. Man, the Omnitrix was a device uh, created by a uh, Galvin alien whose name is Azmuth, uh, who previously, prior to that, created, like, some kind of big, crazy murder sword, and he uh, hid it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I'm going to make something for peace, and I'm going to make something that allows uh, to create an individual that can understand what it's like to be all the sentient, you know, members of this beautiful galaxy and uh, and such. But then also one of the forms is a dog. Like, you don't need <laughs> you don't need to try that hard to make peace with the dog planet. All you got to do is introduce them to, like, bone planet. Yeah, I guess that the dog people aren't so super tough to understand. But to your point, like you know, they're if it's if you're the the goal is to experience life as all the different cre- creatures in the universe, you gotta throw in the dog alien. Now, what's your favorite Ben Ten alien from the original ten uh, so, or so? Yeah, yeah, we we gotta say original ten because uh, as the series progressed, like he develops the uh, learns. It's a very much a, a hero's o- origin story. Because uh, a lot of times, some of the bits are he picks an alien, he selects it, and a different one shows up. Yeah, yeah. And he's only them for a limited period of time. Ten minutes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very convenient. Yes. Uh, but as the series progresses, eventually, like, you know, he unlocks greater powers with it. Uh, he, he obtains new alien forms, and he can download other aliens he encounters. Yeah. Okay, so that was a pretty good answer for what your favorite alien from the original 10 was. <laughs> Um, Sorry. I, like, I really liked. Uh, I really liked XLR8. I liked his like Avril Lavigne, you know, skater boy energy of like you know spelling everything wrong. Mm-hmm. He does even have little wheels on his feet. Come to think of it. Uh, yeah, he looks. He looks kind of like a xenomorph with like a visor. Yeah, and he talks all cool like XLR8. Like that's that's great. I like that he talks like a fucking robot dinosaur. I mean, there's there's certainly losers in in the bunch, uh, but uh, I mean, yeah. I I like the I like the Ghost Freak arc that later happens in the main series. Ghost Freak's the other one I was gonna say. Ghost Freak is cool. Mm. Yeah, uh, upgrade. I, I think just on paper is a really neat one. I don't like upgrade so much. Uh, and uh, I think a, a couple of them stick around for like a lot of generations too. Like for example, Diamond Head always keeps showing up. Yeah. And every time he has, like, more and more powers, and it's just, it's it's crazy. Well, okay, we may as well name all of them now, because we've named most of oh. them. Uh, Ripjaws, I remember him 
He only showed up like twice in the first series or something like that because like Because you need a water one. Yeah, there needs to be a water one. Which this is a whenever there's like a set of aliens, there's always like, oh yeah, and the water one. Like mm-hmm. most of Earth's life is in the ocean. So really they should mostly be water ones, come to think of it. Yeah, that that's not a bad point. Uh you've got a Heat Blast, who's the the fire one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's pretty cool. He sounds cool. He shoots fireballs. He kind of jets through the air on fire. Forearms is probably uh, Ben's favorite. He goes to it a lot, for which is very... <laughs> I find very funny because original forearms, he just has forearms. That's it. He's just really strong. Forearms, really strong. Done and done. Bada bing, bada boom. Diamond head. Uh, diamond man. Uh, yeah, he can regenerate limbs. He can shoot di- diamond projectiles. Really? like He can... Ro- reflect stuff too there's some venn diagram out there of like appealing to 10 year old boys with diamond head and minecraft i really feel like (laughs) i really feel like there's not nothing i don't disagree and then uh, i believe we've named nine of ten uh last is gray matter yes uh who who is uh, tiny like a little uh you know half a foot tall uh gray frog-like creature. Gray Matter's a Galvin, uh, the same species as the creator of the Omnitrix, and he is very intelligent, and so when Ben turns into him, he gets smarter. Yep. And I think Gray Matter was often the one that he was accidentally turned into. Yeah. Because when he wants to be four arms, he turns into the smallest one. That's It's a good joke. Also seems like it'd be most fun to storyboard like a little guy. <laughs> uh, I, I don't disagree with that. Wild Mutt storyboards must be very boring. Yeah, it's just like woof and such. Like, my my love of dogs is well documented, but like, I don't think a dog should be like ambassador to all space, you know? That's not a, yeah. that doesn't work. <laughs> you want to talk about any more of the, the classic aliens in its first kind of era? I believe we ran through them. Uh, there's... Oh, the first ten, but Cannonbolt came shortly after. Yeah, I remember seeing the episode with Cannonbolt. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, eh, eh, a big ball. I see how that could be useful, but I'm not like crazy about it, you know. He's got that fun kind of like Captain America shield physics to him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he bounces around a lot. One of the villains now, Vilgax. Yes, Vilgax is his uh, it's kind of arch nemesis across many different series. Who looks like a kind of like a Cthulhu alien. Yeah, he looks like an octopus man, and he wants the Omnitrix for power. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a children's TV show. They it it's not that deep, fam. No, I mean, well, okay, it's very it, the lore goes very deep. Like it gets to the, like it gets to the point where he's like absorbing gods and stuff. Like Alien X is functionally a god. Yes. Yeah, uh, I would I would agree. The fun thing about the series is that he, um, it has the energy and inventiveness of a ten year old. In the fact, not only just how the all the monsters are, all the aliens are named, but in the fact that's like, oh, oh no! In this episode, uh, his Omnitrix isn't working right. He's combining different aliens, yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, in this one, all the aliens escaped his, and it's like, all right, meet all these new ones. And you think of a cool thing like a Yeti that shoots lightning, and he probably accidentally turns into it at some point. So, uh, I sent you a message uh, last week where I said. 
having seen the complete history of Ben 10 and done ample research on the capabilities of the Omnitrix, which like I kind of mm-hmm. implied with the Alien X stuff, like I was I was off the show by then. Yes. I can confidently say that I feel like I've been reverted into a 12 year old. <laughs> <laughs> like it's very much it's... that it's very much like. Uh, yeah, the the show wields that energy with uh, great aplomb. Yeah, it's not like a show that I would tune into. It's not. It's. I I think the word is shonen. Yes, from the. <laughs> uh, I I believe so. It's like it's like a Western shonen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I've recently I'm recently in the middle of a rewatch of Generator Rex, which is like the sequel, the spiritual sequel show. Uh, to uh, made by the same team, different different category, and even then, like just the way that's Man of Action, that's the company writes dialogue is in a way that makes me cringe in a <laughs> fully and bodily. I remember like a couple of lines from the original series that stuck out to me as particularly bad, even when I was myself like ten or eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of them is like he's fighting like some mad scientist uh, character. And they're they're in a museum, and the mad scientist guy is like, "Ah, yes, uh, it's time for me to perfect my greatest invention, the reanimation of dormant cells." And they're like, "Oh, does this guy come with subtitles?" And I'm like, "I'm I'm 11, <laughs> and those were not hard words. Like, I know I'm a no. smart kid. I feel like I feel like everybody knows what dormant means, man of action." <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't disagree with you there. The funny thing I think of thinking back to this series is uh, about how uh, just loose they were with destroying um, just whatever land, uh, whatever landscape they were in. Went bust after all the oil ran out. Why does everything out of your mouth sound like a book report? What book reports are you reading that say went bust in 2005? <laughs> Who's saying went bust? Like, <laughs> hey, hey. I'm going to put my phone number on Twitter. Call me if you say went bust. All right, continue, Adam. Yeah, I was just saying, like, you know, it's like, oh, it's the episode where they see the, the Ark of St. Louis. Destroy it. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's oh, they have Mount Mushmore all gone. <laughs> I recall the, the series is being obsessed with destroying landmarks. You know what? That's pretty uh, cool. I like that, actually. I also like a good rogues gallery, and they they have a, their fair share of recurring people because every now and then you're like, ah, oh, this episode is the the magic villain, yeah, <laughs> or the the scientist, or yeah, uh, Kevin Eleven, yeah, uh, Gwen Ten or Gwen Tennyson turns out to be a uh, turns out to be a potent magic user because her grandma was a space alien. Yeah, so it it has its fun uh, dips into both fantasy and sci-fi, so. Uh, for the kids that are 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Yes. 15 minutes into the episode, let's introduce our conceit. We want to go through all of our past monsters that we've covered and uh, kind of find out what our ideal 10 monsters that we've put into our own Omnitrix would be. Yeah, this is our milestone uh, celebration, you know, because it's like it's a retrospective on all our previous monsters and it's about, uh, like, a show called Ben 10, Ben being the name of the protagonist, which rhymes with the number 10. His last name is Tennyson, which has the word 10 in it. His cousin's name is Gwen because it continues that theme. He can turn into one of 10 aliens and he stays in that for 10 minutes. I was 10 years old when the show was on. And so naturally, we're doing that for episode 10 times 10. Minus 10. 
It's really like <laughs> what Adam has done, folks, is pulled like a who is the monster, who is the man on me. Like my comeuppance has come. My petard is hoisted. I, I like our OG plan for episode 100, and uh, this is the 10th episode of, of this season of our show and this year. No so. one cares about the seasons, <laughs> says the bitch that started the seasons thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> so uh, very well. Let's let's talk. Let's talk 10. All right. Let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk about our 10 uh, previous monsters that we have decided to turn into. Now, the rules for each monster are as follows. The rules that I found in uh, on, you know, various like videos and wikis and stuff. So number one, got to be smart enough. Mm-hmm. Got to be smart enough. You can fit a boy's brain into it. Uh, Wild Mutt, I think, is probably the bottom like rung. So I'm going to say dolphin intelligence or higher. OK. Well, two. Got to have DNA. Ah. <laughs> Except this one video that I saw was like. Yeah, but you need to change your idea of what DNA is because, like, Ghost Freak doesn't have DNA and all the robots that he can turn into don't have DNA. So what is – it's, like, it's more of, like, the essence and it's, like, they're clearly using, like, DNA in, like, the new agey, like, way where it's, like, it's in my DNA to be an artist and it's, like, you're talking about the soul. You're just, like, find replacing soul with DNA. Like, that's not what – DNA means DNA means deoxyribonucleic acid. It is a it is a organic compound. It is an organic molecule that exists in you. Like it is a real it's a substance. It's like saying like you need to change your idea about what cinnamon is. Like no, it's a very specific thing. <laughs> what do you mean change my idea? So basically this rule is bullshit and I didn't follow it very tightly. Okay. Uh next one. Can't be human. If you are human, it can't be human. Uh, it has to be mm. different enough from you genetically to uh, count as its own thing. Okay. Yeah, though, I, I have a main list and some runners-up, and that, and I followed that to, the t- to a T. Lastly. A lo- like a lowercase t. Lastly, magic. Mm. The Omnitrix cannot replicate magic. If you, like, copy some space alien wizard... You're not going to get his magic powers because he spent his time in the alien uh, wizard library, you know, learning that shit. You can't get a college Ooh. wizard education from space through the Omnitrix. Uh, so, huh. like, monsters that are also animated by magic, like the mummy, uh, I said that that was ineligible because, like, that's, you know, the Omnitrix can't make magic happen. Now, there are... It, it, it has to be a mummy alien, correct? Yeah, which I think does actually happen in Ben 10. There's this race of aliens that just so happens to look exactly like fucking mummies and have an ancient Egypt theme. Yeah, I think his alien form is called Snare-O. Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, there were... Uh, some of those are like, you know, the creatures are magic because they exist. And so there's like... I kind of drew a line between innate magic and learned or acquired magic hmm. so, okay uh, like uh like in D classes or, or races i should say yeah like if like i think we haven't done a unicorn episode so i didn't count i didn't uh, put that one on there but like i think a unicorn would be valid because its magic is innate but like yeah a like like i said as a mummy wouldn't be valid because its magic is acquired or like a wizard wouldn't be valid because it, its magic is acquired it sounds like a a curse or knowledge. Yes. Well, like, does the 
entity generate magic from within itself naturally. Unless all the members of the species can cast this spell because it's part of their like their their body. <laughs> then yeah, yes, that counts. But if it's like, you know, oh, they need to know the incantation and just because you are one of them doesn't mean you know it. Right. Okay, yeah. so I have my picks. Uh I did one list that's like very strict following the rules and one where I kind of gave up on the rules and just uh, pick some others. And there's some overlap between the two lists. So I believe I have between uh, my picks and my runner-ups, 41 of all of the, uh, of the 121 monsters that we've done on this show. Oh, uh, that's a, that's a full list. Yes, it is. I, I should tweet this out actually. I should tweet out yeah. a lot of my like little uh, notes and stuff for this show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, my I literally so I had a different method. I went through like our eighty nine episodes and I said, "What's the one monster that we had from this episode?" Mm. <laughs> so I, I narrowed it down that way first, and then I made my own rules when it came to like ones that I don't think would be interesting to turn into. Sp- I started with like any shapeshifters. If they can already change their shape, like uh, even though they might be like, you could legitimately turn into them via uh, Omnitrix. I said, you know, this kind of, it's a hat on a hat. We're kind of defeating a purpose here. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be those. Yeah. Now, I don't think Ben 10 would pick like the 10 that he got. It's like, it's not like which 10 aliens you like the most. It's which 10 are like right for you. So not all of mine are like wish fulfillment, but a good number of them are. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> So my method, and uh, I'm going to go through my list first, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, so my method that I, I went for, which, yeah, my personal picks, this is a little more uh, that I could go for, and ones that I think would be interesting together. Mm-hmm. Like, like I didn't, like, bundle, I didn't double down on any, like, franchises, or I didn't pick as many, like, uh, uh, Bigfoot and Ape parallels as I could. <laughs> Just all you want is monkey. It's an Omnitrix, but you only turn into monkeys. That rules. A, an um, an Apnitrix? There's got to be a prime, 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 Omni? Pri- I, I would say it's pr- Primatrix. There's no reason for us to be spinning our wheels. We have content prepared. <laughs> Go ahead. Start your list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so m- my method was I went through the 10 aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... <laughs> to, Keep up with like the ten-year-old mindset. I wanted to pin- narrow them down to one syllable each that they represent. Then I went through our monsters and find, you know, I kind of made a little, uh, I made a table and like said, like, all right, which of these traits do they have? And then from those, the ones that matched, I picked them. Okay. So uh, to go over the, the list of traits, they are uh, wild mutt is beast, four arms strong, gray matter smart, accelerate fast, upgrade tech. Diamond Head Sharp, Rick Jaws Wet, Stink Fly Fly, Ghost Freak Ghost, and Heat Blast Fire. Okay, so you wanted to like uh do a one for one of like of Ben Ten's forms, you wanted to like pick an analogue to each of those. Correct. Okay. Pro- and uh, multiple ones applied. We've had a lot of strong uh, monsters. We've not had a lot of fast monsters for what it's worth. All right, so you have taken for gospel that this spread of abilities is the most optimal for you in your life. Right, uh, this is my... If, if, if I was um, the main protagonist of a TV series, this is a healthy balance spread. All right, great. So uh, why don't you go ahead and start? 
Okay. Uh, for Beast, uh, I picked the Indominus Rex. Ooh, okay. That's an interesting choice. I think I have that as eligible for there. It is intelligent enough. Yep. I would say so. I think it's uh, it's got DNA. Its DNA is different enough. It's not magical. Yeah, no, that's on the list. That's good. And it kicks it kicks wild mutts ass. It does. <laughs> imagine imagine wild mutt with like more cooler powers. Yeah, I mean like I think it can do the whole like uh, predator vision thing that wild mutt does. Oh yeah, absolutely. It camouflage. It's it's lar- larger, more powerful sized. Yeah, it's yeah, a good pick. Now, what would you use this for though? Oh, do I need a, something that would normally come up? Yeah, you have the Omnitrix right now in your real life, and you can turn into an Indominus Rex. What do you use that for? Like, Pro- probably traffic. <laughs> just you know, instead of uh, instead of taking my car to work, I'll just uh, I'll just you know ride there. Okay, but like, you can just walk in real life regularly without having the National Guard like called. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did not use this. <laughs> I realize now that I did not take this from this perspective. I'm assuming that aliens are attacking their planets. Okay. Or, or there's other supernatural threats, and I need to defend uh, the national monuments and fail, of course. Okay, my list is going to be very interesting, given your perspective on this. All right. So, uh, uh, what am next? Uh, forearms is strong. I went someone that was strong, but had a couple other features. And I had to include this this creature on my list, uh, a gargoyle. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, that was. I think that made my short list myself. But uh-huh. uh, what? Yeah, what do you uh, like about the gargoyle? Uh, it's a forearms thing. Was he throws stuff? Mm-hmm. So uh, gargoyles they often throw things. They can also climb, fly around, and they've got a bit of a healing factor as well. Turning into one for ten minutes is way more ideal than their what happens in the show. True, yeah. Which I think after master control happens, you can turn into them for longer periods of time. But like initially, yeah, it's only sure for your first couple levels. You've uh, before you level up, you uh, can only do it for ten minutes. Yeah, so I, I think they got a, a cool skill set. I will say, I think physical combat. I will say, between the two of us in our current living situations, I think I would benefit better from being a gargoyle. <laughs> Uh, that's probably correct. I, I don't have too many high places to to loom on top of. No, you really have a Spider-Man homecoming problem in the, in the suburbs. <laughs> right. Uh, for my smart pick, uh, this one, uh, now that you mentioned that magic isn't necessarily inherent, might cause a, not be as powerful as beforehand, but uh, the Great Gazoo. Hmm. Okay, well, that depends on if, uh, I think his power might come from technology? Like yeah, it, it's vague. Okay, but go ahead and and talk about Great Gazoo and his great works and his uh, great deeds. Compared to a, a Galvin, he is uh, absolutely it, probably the one of the smartest uh, species of aliens that we've covered on our show. Is he because he's still sexist? <laughs> yes, it, it's a, it's a, his thinking is sometimes his own downfalls. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I hopefully, as an ideal member of his species, uh, you would be above that kind of thinking. Yes, that's true. The Omnitrix doesn't copy individuals. It copies the species and creates like a hypothetical exemplary form of that species. So no matter what human you acquired, like you would turn into like Olympian Mensa member, I guess. 
Yeah, I can join I, Mensa. I I checked. <laughs> I actually do have a high enough IQ to join Mensa, but I also have a low enough IQ to know that that's a stupid idea. <laughs> I'm going to pay so that people know how smart I am. Yeah, how smart are you, chief? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got to I'm going to go to the smart kids club. <laughs> God, I I I kind of want to I kind of want to like apply and go just to like throw like their cafeteria <laughs> lunch trays up in their faces. Yeah, <laughs> being the cool kid at the at the Mensa meetings <laughs> is that real? I think also like their members are like it's based on IQ, not on age. So like you could just like there are like kids in Mensa too. Yeah, right. So you could just like uh, just bully kids. It's fine. So uh, Great Kazoo as well. He's got like an extra foot on gray matter, and I think that he's. Uh, you know, whether, again, it depends on exactly how his powers break down. He's also, he's been, he's Grant's wishes. He, like, he has technology and not know-how and, and stuff like that. So just the, that's a good species, I think, to have. Hmm. If you substitute a gray matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for Accelerate, uh, Fast, I picked someone that, uh, <laughs> my thought process here was, okay, I need a projectile weapon. Yep. So I pick I pick the Alba Twitch. Okay, you pick the Alba Twitch. That's <laughs> Adam. That is just a gorilla that throws apples. I don't think that's a projectile. <laughs> I I know. I, I was gonna go with something like Bigfoot, but then I'm just like, but but he throws things. You need someone to throw things. Bigfoot could also throw things. It's just not his brand. <laughs> that doesn't mean he can't do it. Yeah, I guess I was looking for someone who had that kind of brand. Okay, so, so no. you're going to be a Pennsylvania apple monkey. <laughs> yes. They're not all winners. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I suppose I can't say much, <laughs> given some of the things on my list. But yeah, okay, Alba Twitch. And what's good about that is it's also good for, like, hiding in, like, the Pennsylvania woods where you currently live. You could You could fall in love with a lady Alba Twitch, even. Yeah, th this follows your criteria pretty good hmm. in the fact that this would be actually very handy for me. <laughs> It'll not be out of place any more than a monkey's currently in my, my wilderness. True. True. So, uh, so uh, for tech, I picked Slenderman. Okay. Yes. Now that makes uh, sense. Because, yeah, he has the same kind of style powers as Upgrade where he can corrupt technology and stuff like that. Uh, he can teleport, and he can, like, you know, he's de definitely a separate species than man. Hmm. I, I'd definitely say he's intelligent enough, and he's got, you know, tentacles, and and he dresses sharp. Yeah, and kind of innate magical powers that are less magic and more, I would say, paranormal. Mm -hmm. I also, I would not be, he was born around the same time as Ben 10. True, yeah. As a as a concept, you could totally see the little uh, icon on him. Mm. Oh yeah. So, uh, he's there. Uh, Diamond Head was a tough tough match. We haven't had a lot of uh, a lot of monsters that have matched his kind of powers when it comes to, uh, I guess, shooting diamonds, creating, turning your arms into swords. Well, we do have one that throws uh, apples, so. That's exactly yes. like being able to turn into diamonds or being super fast is being able to throw <laughs> apples and be like a shittier person. Uh, but uh, one of the features of Diamond Head that I found interesting. You can throw apples in like right now. You don't have to turn into anything to throw an apple. 
<laughs> hey, it's my list. <laughs> okay. I mean, I-, I could be King Kong, but he'd be on like the strong no, list. No, you couldn't because you're not 25 feet tall and super strong. <laughs> the Alba Twitch can't do anything that a person can't do. <laughs> All right, uh, so, well, you're not going to like this pick. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I really zoomed in on his reflective nature. <laughs> and again, sticking with the alien species that uh, is not a human, I went with a uh, the Kool-Aid man. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Ben Ted, he turns into a giant pitcher. He's got green goo inside of him. He can skateboard around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, he can, like, bust through walls and stuff like that. Yeah, he can do that. Oh, I would say he does not have DNA. <laughs> but also, like, you got to change your understanding of what DNA is. Like, Yeah, he, he, he's as, he has as much DNA as Ghost Freak. Yeah. You know, cinnamon's just a social construct. Uh, all right, I, I've got uh, four left here. Let's let's go through them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rip jaws. You need a wet one. We've had many wet monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if if I can, if I have my way, uh, there will be many more. <laughs> uh, so uh, the one the one that uh, struck my fancy the most from the list was Organism Forty Six B. Okay, good pick. Because C- this already feels like a Ben Ten alien. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Now hang on, that's a shapeshifter. Uh, he can, yes, he can uh, take different forms uh, to an extent. They're they're not a true uh, manifestation of the other being. I guess, yeah. So I, I, I would call it more of a, a shapeshifter in the literal sense. He can change his shape. Okay. Uh, my, my backup for that one, if, if, that's, if, if that doesn't work, is no, uh, the shark-human hybrid. I think that's valid, but shark-human hybrid is also... Wait, no, shark-human hybrid's not... That doesn't follow the rules. That's too human-like. Yeah, be, because the DNA, it's like, oh, is that a shark DNA, human DNA? Like, what are we... Yeah, LL Cool J's DNA is too close to yours. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, uh, that's the greatest compliment I've ever received. <laughs> I, You're welcome, I think, maybe? Uh, Stinkfly, his feature is that he can fly. And that you hate him. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I wanted to pick a flying monster that we, that we have that, uh, I think probably is the cool, is, like, way cooler. I went with, uh, Wan Shi Tong. Oh, okay. Big spirit? Uh, a spirit is not necessarily a, uh, an alien being, but it's a different kind of being. Yeah, yeah. I think that's too magical for my list, but I will, I will permit, mm. I will allow it. Sustained. Okay. So, yeah, big owl that, that flies around. He's got a long neck. And uh, I think he definitely has an increased intelligence if he had a full species. Yeah. That's also smart, actually, come to think of it. He knows 10,000 things. Yeah. You're, you're guaranteed to know 10, 10K. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Two left. Uh, there's, <laughs> for the Ghost Freak parallel, I said, all right, let's not mess around here. What are they trying to do right now? What what are they trying to accomplish that's on Nickelodeon at this very moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crossover yeah, so, with Danny Phantom there. You you literally are Danny Phantom. You turn into Danny Phantom using your you go ghost instead. Except instead, he said hero time. You go you go half ghost and then you go whole ghost. Yep. So I boom. I also think that's too close, but okay. 
anyway, but last year, Heat Blast, uh, I picked Diablo. Oh, okay, a Diablo. Yeah. Uh, so the, the villain Diablo from the games, Diablo, who is an enormous devil being, who just kind of uh, rips uh, shit up, destroys adventures, and he's got fire powers. Yeah. Yeah, very true. So, I mean, it could be fun if you want to destroy a bunch of buildings where people live and shit. <laughs> just Adam, like, running around with the Omnitrix, like, tearing up cars, like, azimuth facepalming. <laughs> Like, yeah, I. I, uh, <laughs> I think I think my life isn't just. I think I picked all these just to have more interesting things happen to me. <laughs> like me going to the beach right now is kind of boring, but going to the beach is a Diablo. Why would you just not like, pick the you know, wet one? Why would you not pick the one that <laughs> swims in the ocean where the beach is? Why would you pick the fire one? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the beach. I'm gonna turn into Diablo. What? I think all of these would get me into trouble in my everyday life. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- that's uh, that's those are the ten lists on my list. I've got some runners up that I'll, I'll talk about later. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your list. All right. Because I, I I'm dying to see the criteria that you uh, uh, prescribed. Okay. So I think I'm gonna go with the uh, broad list and list my runners up later. Uh, so. Okay. Number one on here. From uh, the Puss in Boots episode, a talking cat. It's intelligent enough. And I just think it'd be cool to be a cat sometimes and just, like, hang out. You could use it for, like, stealth missions, maybe. Like, nobody is worried. People notice if there's a cat, maybe. But they're not, like, worried about it. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I saw that and I said, who wants to be just a cat when I can be a <laughs> Alpha Twitch? But also, you could be really cute and snuggle up to people and, like, get pets. That'd be great. Well, you could you could literally do what uh, what Puss in Boots does in Shrek Two, and just like you know, uh, get really get the doe eyes and and get people to do what you want. Yeah, I was hanging out with my friend's cat Gracie recently, and boy, it was great. This was why I picked this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let, let, let's keep going. All right, number two, mermaid. Yes, I also wanted a wet one. And uh, the wet one. And I uh, picked Mermaid because I felt like it would be the most fun to just, like, go into, like, the river or go into the ocean or something and just, like, swim around and check out the sea life and such. And just, this one's just kind of for vibing, you know? Mm -hmm. There's stealth, there's vibing, there's uh, wrecking shit and stuff. No, I got it. Keep going. All right. Uh, A crossover, Organism 46B. I also picked this yes. one. Yes. It does have innate shape-shifting. Uh, and Great. Uh, it's, that's very good for stealth. I mean, you can just disguise yourself as something. And also, like, in case you are underwater as a mermaid and, like, a shark comes up and you got to turn into something bigger that swims, there you go. Yeah. Uh, w- with our list, and as you mentioned, most creatures being in the water, I having two water picks is a good move. You got two modes. Yeah. Next on the list is Hork-Bajir from our recent Animorphs episode. Oh. Uh, Hork-Bajir, in case you don't remember, is like a big lizard man with like a long tail who's just covered in knives. They peel bark off of trees and uh, eat the bark. They're very peaceful sort of people. I like the idea. This one's also for vibing. Like I could just go out into the woods and like climb a tree and just take a nap. <laughs> 
All right. But also, as Animorphs demonstrates, you could definitely use a Hork-Bajir to fight an intergalactic sort of war thing against, like, invading aliens and such. That's definitely a thing that happens. So someone that can chill right now but can get involved in, like, bigger struggles later. Yeah, Hork-Bajir would be a fun Ben 10 alien, I think. Okay, cool. All right, next on the list. Uh, this is one of the ones that uh, went... This is one of the ones that did not make the strict list. Vampire. Uh, yeah, I, I see why that one might not make the cut. Yeah, it's too similar to humans genetically. But also, like we learned in the vampire episode, vampires have an endogenous uh, retrovirus that uh, that makes them different from humans. So technically, maybe it works. And also, yeah, I've uh, done vampire before. So, like, I know what I'm doing. Uh, vampire was on my short list. Yeah. And, like, it could be... It, I mean, I know for a fact that it's fun to do. And I could just go around, like, biting bad people and stuff again. It'd be great. Not bad. Yeah, that's that's also good for missions, because you could just drink alien blood all the time or whatever. Just be a foodie <laughs> vampire. Next on this list is uh, Succubus. This one's yeah. obvious. <laughs> yes, that there's a couple of lists that I, like, going through it, I'm like, you know, ah, that's, that's probably an alley pick. I, I'll take that one. <laughs> We wound up with like uh, I want to say three overlapping anyway. So, oh, that <laughs> funny enough. Yeah, but no, yeah, succubus is good because like this one, I honestly just feel like I've often felt a kind, a very specific kind of body dysmorphia, which is like I could go for horns and a tail hmm. and like some wings. I've always felt like the human body is just incomplete in that sense. Yeah, uh, this is one that I might, uh, like, I personally, like, <laughs> the logic of my list is, like, I wouldn't put this one right next to the vampire. Like, like having these two are, like, you know, very much in the same vein. Yeah, but also a succubus. Or out of the same vein. Also a succubus can fly and, mm -hmm. like, also do some shape-shifting stuff and also, like, uh, you know, enter the ethereal plane, do some dreaming stuff. There's cool stuff you can do with the succubus. And also it's hot. Nice. Next on the list, speaking of, uh, last of the crossovers here, Slenderman. Yep. I also picked, I also, I picked Slenderman. <laughs> yes, uh, him being, uh, the, the powers that he represents would be very fun to have, especially in our modern world. Yeah, that's useful in like a modern setting too, because you could like definitely, you know, sneak around and stuff. Uh, it would be spooky. You could do tech things and, mm -hmm. uh, no, this is a good one for, like, this is a good, like, ghost freak one for just, like, being spooky and creeping people out, but also being super hot. Ghost freak came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Next on the list, a dragon. Yep. Uh, th that was my uh, Diablo alternative. Yeah. Like, how cool would it be to be a dragon? Like, okay. I don't. I made fun of you a lot for being like, oh, are you just going to pick, like, the big strong ones that can do property damage and kill people all the time and stuff? But, like, <laughs> I also don't want to completely get rid of that. Yeah, sure. Like, all of my other ones so far have been, like, relatively small well, <laughs> or, like, person-sized. The problem is if you have a Ben 10 situation where you go for one of those, like, you get, like, the, that one by mistake. Then you're in big trouble. Yeah, okay, if I need to, like, fight some, like, the Chitari invasion or something and I turn into a cat, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, or you're, you're trying to hang out in the woods and you're a dragon. No, that would all work. All of a sudden. That would work. Like, you just, like, start, like, flying around and, like, 
breathing fire and just like hunting, just like flying over the night sky. I don't know. Being a dragon would be hella tight. All right. What else you got? Next on this list. Now we are going, I will point out that we have been going up in power this whole time. Mm, I see. That explains why you started with cat and now you're on dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a Pokemon episode. So yes, I guess all the Pokemon are, are are free game. I limited myself to ones that we specifically mentioned during one of the episodes. Oh, okay. And so I picked Giratina. <laughs> I was running through these so and I was like, there's not enough spooky ones or evil ones or dragony ones. And then I wound up adding those anyway. But then I also kept Giratina on there in case I wanted just like, get it. Yes. It's really bad when you want to be a mermaid and you turn into a... <laughs> A devil Pokemon dragon. Hey, what shark is going to fuck with that, though? <laughs> no, I, I guess not. Also, origin form Giratina swimming through the ocean is actually a pretty interesting visual. Oh, sure. Like, uh, I could go around and like, yell at the moon. Like, imagine my shadow passing over the moon and then, like, I destroy Isis or whatever. This is something I would do with the Omnitrix is I would fight Isis for sure. Uh, yeah, actually... Wipe them out. So, uh, uh, who, who's who's top of your list? We got Cthulhu or Godzilla up there? Uh, top of the list is, I think, Cthulhu and Godzilla. They did make my, uh, they made my short list. But hmm. my top list here, I wanted something, the Horkwajir was nice, but I wanted a little more of, like, that natural energy. And I also wanted super powerful. Okay. And I knocked a couple goddesses off of this list, actually. <laughs> so, I went with... Kind of the theory from our Pan's Labyrinth episode and kind of from our, uh, what is it, King Moonracer episode? Mm-hmm. Paleolithic deity. Oh. This is a uh, an entity that is like a creature of worship that has uh, power based on how much it is believed in. And so I figure I could believe uh. in myself and like that's a cool moral for the kids, you know? Yeah, I, I suppose so. Like, I also picked uh, gods as valid because, like, they gods can have kids. That happens all the time. So they must have some kind of something analogous to DNA. Yeah, as we described, uh, Ben 10 starts reaching pretty damn high. Yeah. Uh, with the way it turns into not only giant uh, aliens, like, way big. But once you get to the alien X territory, it's like, yeah, we're what are we talking about here? We're talking about an alien of the with the godlike powers. Yeah, so the power limit was never really something I considered. Mm-hmm. And like, imagine you're just walking through the woods at night, and you just see like it's a full moon. You're walking through the woods by like let's say Green Lane by the lake, and uh, you just see like the fawn from Pan's Labyrinth with like a bunch of fairies surrounding him, and he's got a dagger and he's got a stone altar, and he's just like yelling something in some ancient language, and like the water and the stone is moving around him in some primordial way. Mm. Like, that could be me. That could be my energy. <laughs> I dig that. I'm in. All right. Well, nice. Now, oh, crap. One thing that I did not mention. Uh, in the Ben 10 tradition, I did give all of these forms uh, stupid names. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. Uh, let's Let's hear some. Okay, so for the talking cat... That one's just Alley Cat. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah, sometimes Ben does like, I'm Ben Wolf, because it's a wolf alien. It's an alien that looks like a wolf for some reason. Yeah. Uh, mermaid is Tailfin. <laughs> All right. 
Organism 46B. Squid Shift. <laughs> yes. Hork Bajir. Knifosaur. Good. Very good. Uh, Slenderman. Octosuit. Dragon. Fireosaurus Rex. And Rex is spelled like W-R-E-X. <laughs> of course. What I like about that is it's more complicated than just like, oh yeah, it's a dragon. <laughs> uh, vampire. Miss Bite. It's like Mr. Hyde, but it's Miss Bite. I, I see. Succubus. Liz. Yep. Paleolithic deity. Cave ghost. And uh, because at this point I was just like, I could feel my brain just like being like, you have to pay taxes in like two months. Why are you being a child right now? And so for Giratina, the name is a name based on our cousin's uh three-year-old's name for anything that he sees during Halloween, which is, Giratina's name is Scary Guy. <laughs> it's a scary guy. <laughs> uh, that, that adds up pretty nicely, yeah. Alright, so... Uh, I, so, yeah. Uh, that was a good list of two. I think we could team up and really fight some crimes. Absolutely. Uh, a couple that made my, my short list, mm -hmm. uh, my, my, some runners-up. Uh, I... I think uh, Cerberus is also on this list, too. Way better than Wild Mutt. Yep, that is better than Wild Mutt. Uh, because we didn't do humans, like, I didn't make the, the cut, but if I had to, I, I was I was thinking, you know, it was very borderline, but Jack would be a very good, smart alien. Oh, that is interesting. And it, it he might be a revenant of some sorts that could be maybe different. I don't know. If you had, like, the greatest, like, if you took his being and made, like, the greatest version of it, he'd be, like, the most clever. Mm. That uh, is cool. Not to mention all his kind of, yeah, giant killing statuses. So. Uh, this is one that I, I thought was going to be on your list, and I'm surprised to hear it wasn't. Uh, the Beldum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Beldum would be a pretty kick-ass uh, alien form. It, okay, that would be cool. But also, like, there were a couple, uh goddesses that made my short list like uh Brige and calypso and mm. i just decided that they were like uh i i thought of all of like the very powerful ones and uh oh Beldum is on my short list there you go oh there you go yeah uh yeah yeah there's a there's some that you like have to rule out like awa <laughs> yeah that was that was ineligible but no the Beldum is like uh, the Beldum's like queen of her own little pocket dimension but like I don't really know what kind of power she has in the real world. Hmm. I guess she just kind of stabs a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, fair pick. Fair one. Uh, I would love to be an alien species of King Moonracer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I did, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, like, it, the literal interpretation of him as, like, a big lion with wings. And the, uh, the Philly Fanatics up the last one here. That's terrifying. Why would you do that? <laughs> For that reason, mostly. Okay. Yes. Like okay. <laughs> I I just I I love I love the concept of of just Ben from Ben Ten like hitting his watch and like what's this new creature? <laughs> it's just it's fat. He's got a snout. He doesn't really do anything. <laughs> he just kind of likes baseball, and that's it. <laughs> that is pretty good. All right. So yeah, and I, I think. Uh, Although I think he's the same species as the Grinch, so that's an overlap. Hmm. You know what? Not wrong. Uh, so, uh, so my that... short list. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the ones that made the strict list, but not the broad list. So 
one on here, the Kraken, which I called Garganto because oh. I was running out of time. <laughs> I eventually replaced this with Organism 46B, I think. But, like, I don't know. I was starting to think I had too many water ones. But I also wanted one that was, like, really big. Yeah, ever, you always need the really big one. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get Succubus, I thought, because that would be, like, too hellish, too much a creature of magic. So I went with Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have been ineligible, but then I thought, if Ghost Freak's on there, then, like, a regular ghost counts, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Kraken's name would have been Garganto. The ghost's name would have been Float Phase. Like, we, you know what a ghost is. You don't have to give it a stupid yep. name. And uh, uh, the last one that almost made the cut is the Squonk. Yeah, uh, I put him on the uh, underwet. Codename, Sad Sack. Here's the thing. Still, you could just cry and get away from anything. It's like what I do when I get pulled over. Every time I've gotten pulled over, I've cried and gotten out of it. Well, there you go. White privilege. <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, so, so yeah, these are these are some fun lists, and I think that these are good alien heroes. You know. Yeah, I have a few more on here that uh, didn't quite make as good a cut. Godzilla just felt like mm -hmm. too much. Uh, King Kong was. I was like, I could do better than this. Cthulhu, I thought I would go crazy. Uh, lots of other Pokemon I considered, but I couldn't really think of anything besides Giratina. A Yurk, but I thought there's nothing a Yurk could do that Organism 46B really couldn't. Grendel's mom, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if I would get the Angelina Jolie version, which is what I was going for, or the Big Snake version, which I'd be okay with. <laughs> Indominus Rex was on my list. Uh, the Navi... Gargoyle, Andalite, Illithid, uh, the Chupacabras, but the pointy alien one, a Beholder, the Amphibian Man, Centaur, Giant, Indoraptor. Centaur was a funny one because that was on that was going to be on the list for the longest time, and then I was like, what problems does that solve? <laughs> what can I do You're as just... a Centaur that I can't do as an Andalite or just a person? Yeah, just being in a, a place with as a half horse. Yeah, causes a lot more trouble. Satan also was on the short list, but did not make it <laughs> again. Uh, one that I noticed that neither of us mentioned was uh, the Xenomorph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably actually eligible as a Ben 10 alien from the series. Actually, no. I uh, Apparently, the creators answered a question about that, and Xenomorphs are not intelligent enough to count. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. They were on my short list for the, uh, for the broad sense ones, but... Uh, yeah, no. That would have worked. So, uh, what else was on here? Minotaur, Kitsune, Werewolf, Hecate, uh, the Beldum, Ginny, uh, Yeti, Encantado, Phoenix. We got some cool ones on here. Absolutely. We have a good show. <laughs> this, this, this is fun. I, I enjoyed looking back at all the these episodes and all the monsters that we, we've covered, so... I mean, if, if any of the audience wants to re-explore an old favorite episode or share one with your friend, go for it. We've got a whole, we've got a massive, almost well, 90 episode now backlog. Yeah. What are your 10 aliens like that you want to turn into in like your day-to-day -day life, but also maybe you have to fight ISIS or aliens or something? Yeah. So it's a comment uh, at Monster Right Pod. Uh, we post every episode up there as well as fun comments throughout the week. Send us an email. FindingMonsterRight at gmail.com. Send us an email. Um, you can leave us a voice memo, a voice memo, voicemail, voice memo. Yeah. At anchor.fm slash FindingMonsterRight might be the URL. Not sure. 
Yes, it is. Okay, cool. Nailed it. Crushed it. Good yeah. job, Allie. <laughs> uh, we're thinking about some Spotify stuff. Good, good I, stuff. I don't. It's a lot of it's a lot of shit to wade through. Yeah. So uh, why don't we take uh, Ben Ten and Omnitrix to the final rating place? Yeah. The Omnitrix. Yeah. Uh, is, are we rating the device itself? I suppose so. Does it count as a monster? It's like sentient in a way, maybe. Uh, let's see. The the owner of the of the Omnitrix, whoever that might be. Oh, okay. I think the Omnitrix as a a monster delivery concept. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I think the Omnitrix is a really a really great inventive idea that accomplishes what the show exactly needed it to. Which is have a ten year old give the ten year old the ability to turn into a bunch of different aliens. Hmm. It's a its collection of aliens is very shallow, but they I think corrected that later on, and they start uh you know it was the it's the crux of the entire series and the like five different iterations of it. So they they keep adding more monsters, they bring back old favorites, uh, and you know every they give them new powers, they combine their forms, they give them upgrades. It's an it's an infinite idea of a concept, which I think is part of the. It, I think that's part of the the message of that the Omnitrix was created with. It was the hey, what's a tool that has infinite possibilities here? Yeah, I think the Omnitrix as a as a tool for intergalactic diplomacy is really neat and really useful. I. Kind of wish it were more widely distributed than just there being the one, like the one Ubermensch that can be every kind of alien that there is. Like it'd be more useful <laughs> for think like. That... Yeah, yeah. Having only one diplomat's pretty bad, especially if they're corrupt, which is what Vilgak is trying to be. You know, which is why I'm going to arm a bunch of people with Omnitrixes and then create an army. <laughs> yes, '90s villain Alley coming back. Gotcha, bitch. It's me, Bill Gaxon. About uh, the Omnitrix for me is going to get a ten out of ten. I'm going to give it a, a Ben out of ten. Stupid. <laughs> well, there you go. So, uh, thank you for joining us in this wonderful adventure into the. Nope. Uh, you know what? The era. I'm going to give it oh. a. I'm going to give it a Ben ten out of Kevin eleven. <laughs> okay, that's great. We haven't mentioned what Kevin Eleven's deal is, uh, should we? No, we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that that's fine for with me. Uh, tune in next time when we uh we have a back to our regular scheduled program and we uh, deal with uh, uh, some friendly neighborhood crimes, hmm, or some angry big city crimes, or some angry big city uh uh like charity events. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, okay, okay, for real though, Spider-Man situation, but you have the Omnitrix, and you're like King Kong and junk. You're climbing the Empire State Building, and you're like, you're like, give away money.